Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week we're reading dreams about winter isolation and tiny towns. Ooh, we're also reading dreams about beaches. Blue-tongued lizards and tsunami waves. Oh, happy holidays, bestie! Let's get this show started. Woo! Hey, happy winter solstice! Happy, happy, happy winter solstice! It is the shortest day of the year, but I will say I've been feeling that solstice because I think I looked out the window. Yeah. At work today, and it was dark at like three thirty. I swear to God, and the the storm hasn't even hit us yet. <laughs> but I'm looking out there. I'm no, like, oh God, it's dark already. I've got like two and a half more hours. I also heard that it's the it's the National Short Person Day celebration because it's the shortest day. So I am celebrating you, Brooke. It's I was going to say, can I stay for short people? <laughs> I am a short. Yes, so it's your day. It's the shortest day, and you, you're my favorite snack size friend. <laughs> I love you. Mwah. Thank you. Love you. Mwah. I didn't know that was a thing, but I'm going to celebrate every year now. I feel like now you I have feel to. totally fair. Yep. If I was given the um, height restrictions in life, I feel like I can have one day to celebrate that. <laughs> and someday I'm getting you that damn mini giraffe. Just, just wait. <laughs> I want it. And the forks. Oh gosh. Sorry, that was like yeah. That was back in the day. That wasn't was like a year it? ago. That was a I long know, episode ago. Crazy. Oh my god. Okay, well Here let's we are. get started with our whole oh, 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 Merry Christmas episode. Yay. And I've got a Mr. David from Cedar Rapids. Hello, David. Which mm. is in Iowa. Woohoo. David says, I hate winter. Hate it. I hate the snow. <laughs> Yes, I hate the agreed. cold. You're correct. <laughs> David, right off the bat, you are correct. <laughs> I, I like it only for Christmas. That's one it. One day. I, we, I talked I about this before. I just need day. it one month. I'll take no! it one I'm, I'll, I'll be gracious. A you whole are, month. I'll give it December 1st till January 1st. You're much it. more generous but, than I, my I dear you. friend. I, than- <laughs> I don't want to drive in the snow. I When it's gray and cloudy and the snow gets all gross and gray and dirty. It's depressing, yeah. It is, but... I feel you, David. Yeah, David, I get it. Unfortunately, he says in his dream, I was living somewhere in Canada, very remote. Hmm. Ooh, that's not good if you don't like winter and cold. Just say it. <laughs> no. And, and the, the darkness. Go up to Alaska. I was losing my mind. I was so bored, and the town, in quotes, I lived in only had... Four houses. So there was nothing to do. <laughs> Four houses? I mean, that's not even like a town. I mean, I would say that's I like a, that, a cul-de-sac. A, a, it's a cul-de-sac at best. <laughs> Four that's houses? That's it. That's all you, you get. Could you, I mean, people live in Mail is really places. easy to deliver in this town, though. Or maybe you don't Ten get minutes. mail at all. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe mail doesn't reach them. <laughs> But the roads were always closed due to weather issues. I felt trapped. My family, for some reason, was still back in Iowa, 
And I was missing them like crazy because I had just spent Thanksgiving alone and now Christmas was approaching. I know, I know it sounds like kind of a little bit of a downer holiday dream, but let's, let's give it a minute. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't have access to much in terms of the internet or phone service. So I rarely got to even talk to anyone back home. And I'm terrible for saying this. Almost worse than that is that I didn't have access to watch my Hawkeye games. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, go Blackhawks! Oh, wait, no. Oh, you're saying Hawkeyes, not Blackhawks. Oh, boo, whatever. Hawkeyes, he's an Iowa Iowa boy, David is. He's from Cedar Rapids. (laughs) <laughs> Since there were, I I don't do sports, so I don't. I mean, I, don't I really went to Iowa any. State, so that's the rivalry. Not yeah, gonna, that's the rivalry. Fly you with can't. me, sorry, David. Love you, nope, love sorry, the dream. David. Can't get on board he with that it. train. <laughs> Go Cyclones. <laughs> well, David likes the Hawkeyes, <laughs> and since there were only ten people in the town, everyone knew each other. <laughs> But my house was still kind of removed from everyone else. The people were great, friendly, and welcoming, but preferred their isolation, obviously. So it's not like we were hanging out a lot. Okay. Christmas Eve arrived, and my holiday blues were in full swing. I thought I heard something outside and thought for sure it was a bear or something. (laughs) In Canada, it could very well be. I mean, it could be anything, right? And isolation it could be a bushman wolf bear a rando a bushman bushman i think it was probably a bushman that's my guess it probably was yeah (laughs) but then it got quiet again but then there was a knock on my door no one ever knocked on my door so i should have been worried but for some reason i was calm i opened the front door was it santa is it santa it was a christmas miracle it was a Christmas miracle. Oh, is it Jesus? Is it Jesus? My entire family. Oh. <laughs> no, his entire family was outside. But instead of Aww. Christmas carols, now, Mindy, hang with me. Don't judge. Instead of Christmas carols, they were all singing the Iowa Hawkeyes fight song. I know you don't like it, but that's cute. I know you have to. Admit, it I know you're like. I'm happy Mindy's for face. you there, David. It's like literally, I'm like he's got fists clenched. And- so <laughs> happy you have your family. You're sounding like you're now very let's happy fight, for fight, David. Fight for I'm so Iowa happy State. for you. <laughs> Bear down, Arizona. <laughs> Bear down, red and blue. All right, Bessie. What's your what's your uh, collegiate song? You know, we got. Tag yeah, us. Tell us. Tag us on social. Us. Let us know. Where'd you went to school? What what uh, diehard fan are you? Who do you love? I want to see videos us? of you singing <laughs> your fight song. Even better. Let's, let's High school going. or college. Anyone. Grammar school if you had one. Anyone. <laughs> or university for our, our friends, our, our besties across the seas. Yeah. Yes. I think it's let's way cooler it. they call it university, by the way. But anyway, it is way cooler. Like I'm going and yeah, not cooler. to like a Smarter. university or the university. It's just university. I'm going to university. I'm going to university. Why, why put extra words in it? It's, it's, we get it. I'm going to a college next year. It's like, no, I'm going to university. It just makes, I don't know. To me, it sounds better. It sounds fancier. Yeah. It's, it's fancy. Anyway, the Good Christmas for David. Miracle. He's got his friends, his, his family there. Perfect. They're all there. I'm singing the fight song. The townspeople had contacted my all family ten of them? somehow. All ten of them? All fucking 10 of them had somehow (laughs) 
contacted my family after seeing how depressed I was. These wonderful 10 people that I hardly knew arranged this entire surprise. Best of all, they had turned the snow black and gold, the Hawkeye colors. (laughs) Oh, well, well. Even the snow falling from the sky was black and gold. And then I woke up. I mean, gold is a gorgeous black. Might scare me a little. But it's I black mean, I snow. Just that sounds scary. Snow. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. Or but yellow that sounds snow not, sounds, like sounds like dog like very pee. But, oh, dog yeah. pee on well, gold is not yellow. I think that's sparkling true, gold's but... fine. That's fine. Mm, we're walking a fine line here, David. Thank you. Yes, David. Oh my goodness gracious! So honestly. I don't know how deep we really need to dig on interpreting this dream. I mean, of course, there could be a million different things. But honestly, I think it's just, especially this time of year, one of those dreams where the symbols just might be exactly what they actually are. I mean, winter in Mm -hmm. general sucks. But hating where you are is the worst. Feeling alone and isolated away from family, especially, like I said, around the holidays, also, sucks. so many people can feel that way. Ha- yeah, so I was gonna say it happens to so many, especially people. this time of year. Having if you have lost a, a parent or a friend, or you're just not in a good mental place during the holiday, it's or you're so away hard for those from people. family and friends, and you're not really with yeah. people. You know, it's for it's me. I mean, I my family Christmas is in Iowa, and I didn't get to go this year, so it is a little mm-hmm. bit different. I, it does it suck, does. you know. Like it doesn't feel yeah. the same if I don't see my parents on Christmas, and I won't, and it's mm. it bums me out. But I, you know, I you make it. the best of the situation, You're right? Just like you, you, you know, just, David's family did. David made his Christmas just spectacular. But, you know, he's sitting there also with no creature comforts, you know, like he doesn't have technology, really. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot or even that. the ability, not even the ability to like go out and do anything. One, there's nothing to do. And two, the roads are always closed. <laughs> You're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so You're in your neighborhood subdivision. Your town all he subdivision. He has the, so- the four houses and he's he's one of them. But he's And 10 people. That's like 2.25 two- persons per house. Yeah. I mean, if you're living a in a town with 10 people, I don't think you're wanting to live with a lot of people around. You know, like, <laughs> specifically choosing that. Choice. I think you're choosing it for a reason. And maybe one or two people yeah. in the household is all you need. And maybe David's that type of person, right? Like, maybe he likes to kind of be his own person and be his own man maybe. and live his own life. But at holidays, Ooh. even though maybe he's like putting up this. Like I like to be alone, yeah. Bushman type, Rando in the Rando in the subdivision, Rando in the cul-de-sac. Maybe at Christmas he just appreciates those around him, even though he tries to isolate. Well, himself. he should, yeah. And yeah. he's got a he could he has this struggle going on, obviously, and mm-hmm. he loves the Hawkeyes. These, but all of these <laughs> things are just real life things. You know, it's like winter sucks. I love the Hawkeyes. I'm feeling alone <laughs> at the holidays. Like this is just stuff that happens. Yeah. But my question right. was why the small town, you know, th- this was the part of the dream where he really felt trapped because he couldn't do anything. And like, why is he feeling so isolated? Now for you, I thought maybe the number four, you know, the number of houses or the number yeah. 10, number of people in the town might mean something. And they could, 
But I think yeah. it's really well, just... four typically is a good number. It's a good sign. Four means a solid base. It's four walls. It's like it it fits in the stream very well because of these talking about family and foundation mm-hmm. and, and who he is and the things that build him as a person. Yeah. So four makes sense to me in the stream because it really four represents the number of stability. It's I I there I agree. It's four. It's four walls. It's very very strong. So I think that's a good sign. And I or at least it matches. Was it? I wasn't going to like do a lot of digging into it, but for you, but you obviously already know all about the number four. But it's this. It's it's right. Like it's a number of focus. Um, a focus on building a secure foundation in the future. Mm-hmm. And the number ten is like new beginnings. Um, and it could be a career, finance, health relationships. So maybe it's a stress stream. Maybe it's a holiday stress stream. But maybe David is sacrificing is some comforts yeah. in life to build that foundation for the future for his family. I oh, know. I see. I like that. I like that idea. That yeah, moving yeah. away, establishing his own foundation, so to say. Yeah, but still having those yeah. ties to family and what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah, Holidays, you gotta have yeah, those. That's, that's what it's all about. Now we can't skip the last part of the dream. The Christmas miracle, the family showing up, the fight song, the black and gold snow, the tiny town. They made it all happen. This is one of your freaking lifetime movies. It's like a movies. Hallmark movie. If I, <laughs> lifetime Hallmark movies, if I ever heard one. It, it's a, So the it's only difference goddamn... between Lifetime and Hallmark is Lifetime, there's yeah. usually murder involved. Oh, well, I like that. But David didn't yeah. have murder involved. And so he no. is a Hallmark movie. So I would say this movie. is more on the Hallmark side. Okay, yeah, sorry. Go. It's a goddamn Hallmark <laughs> movie, David. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, though. That was, yeah, that was, I'm glad Fun. it turned out well because it I started it. out kind of crappy. Yeah, it did. But lie. the fact that family showed up, I mean, family's there for you no matter what. Whether family's actual blood family or family's the people that you choose. Either way, you're like, yep. that's who you should surround yourself Absolutely. with in the holiday season. Absolutely. <laughs> sorry. No, don't be sorry. I'm in a swearing mood today. Oh, good. I'm fine. I'm I'm in a swearing mood too. I'm. I oh, don't know why. I don't know why either. It's just been like all day. I don't know why. It's something like, in the air. It's the solstice. Well, shit. I, mean, I don't know. The it's the solstice, solstice. Is making us swear. <laughs> The swearing solstice, the fucking goddamn oh, swearing solstice. The swearing solstice is happening. Oh, is the shit no. of the shit. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. But it's almost Christmas. It's almost New Year's. Hey, bestie, do you have a dream to share with us? Because we would love to hear it. Whether it be mm. a dream, a dream story, heck, If you had something fucking crazy happening to you over this holiday season, we want to know about it. Anything, anything at all. You can reach out to us at revelations at gmail.com and say hi, say hello, say bonjour, say uh, (laughs) au revoir. I was going to say au revoir, that would have been wrong. (laughs) I hope they don't say au revoir. That's not good. No, 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 we want, no. Olas, we want olas. We want to say olas. Drop in our inbox, say hola, remolations at gmail.com. Let us know your dreams or anything you want to share or just say hi. Thanks, besties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mindy, 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 I'm not going to yell at you this time. Do you have a dream? I'm just kidding. I had to yell. <laughs> Usually it's, Mindy, do you have a dream? <laughs> 
So you said you weren't going to do it yet. You you did yell my name. I, yes, I'm here. I I'm lied. Ready. Straight up lied. And I've got oh god a great one. Oh, oh my god! I'm on pins and needles. Be money. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. <laughs> Buckle up, right? This next dream comes from Rebecca. And she's from Brisbane, Australia, Yay! one of our newest besties from Down Under. Woo! Yay, she titles Rebecca. this one Majestic Lizards and Rickety Dams. Oh, I'm intrigued already. <laughs> so, okay, so this is a bit of a roller coaster long dream, but she's fucking hilarious. So, okay, here we go. worth it, worth it. Hello, you fantastic ladies. I don't know. Like, that just right there. That's it. Thank you, Rebecca. Have okay. a good night. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks for the dream. Bye. Okay. Well, she says, first of all, even if this doesn't end up on the show, I can't go ahead without telling you how much I thoroughly appreciate your podcast. You are both so hilarious, provide such a lighthearted quality entertainment, and have such a delightful connection with each other. And I love you both. Oh my God. That made my year. Me too, Rebecca. Not oh my, my God. day, my oh week, my, my month. That's it. That was like my, thank you, Rebecca. That was so nice. So sweet. All right. Also, my apologies, as this is slightly long and a combination <laughs> of two dreams, okay. which were both reoccurring rather frequently, beginning in my childhood and continuing up until present. Not quite as often oh. now. For reference, I am now 23. To the point okay. where I am not 100% convinced they were two separate dreams or whether they one always seemed to follow the other once the first one ended in the form of a mega dream with two acts. A mega one, dream? One, though, seems to be more prominent of the two. Wow. <laughs> it's like a mega pint of wine in a dream. <laughs> um, so two dreams, but again, she says one's more Yay. prominent. Oh, I'm okay. excited. Ready for mm. this. Buckle, 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 buckle up. Okay, dream one. Even now, this dream tends to show me as a child. I am around five or six years old. It begins from a third-person perspective. Like I am standing beside my younger self watching this all happen. Only, the younger me is physically present, and feelings and experiences in the dream have always understood as being felt by the younger me, not my current presence viewing and feeling. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah, it okay. does. This is this is okay. fascinating. Every time I am standing on an overcast day in the sand on a deserted beach. Okay. The beach always seems so familiar, yet I don't recall ever actually stepping foot there. Okay. The sandbar seems endless and stretches out beside me on either side as far as the eye can see. But the distance between the start of the sand and where approximately the meter and a half tall, thick, Beach grass sits okay. and acts as a barrier to the rest of the world. And she says, so she says meter and a half, but she also, I thank you, Rebecca, for putting in our metrics for us because she <laughs> says four and a half, four feet and 11 inches. <laughs> thank you, Rebecca. We are the assholes in the world that don't use the metric system, yes, but we everyone are. else does. Yep. <laughs> so it's four, four feet tall beach grass. Okay. So the, the grass acts as a barrier to the rest of the world. And the subtle waves crashing against the shore only actually spans maybe three or four meters wide. Oh. Nine feet, 10 inches to 13.15 feet. <laughs> she is the best. <laughs> like between nine. She is the best. Nine to 13 feet. Yes. Okay. It is the best. Like, thank you. Because that, I would have no idea. Right. Okay. Although the waves never looked intense, 
the sound of them folding over themselves was always incredibly loud. I have always had auditory processing issues and get a lot of sensory overload when it comes to sound. So I'm not sure if that kind of comes into play here. Another sound caught my attention from behind me, Mm. almost mirroring a stick snapping when stepped on. Oh, no. I spun around to see what had made the sound. And I noticed but didn't exactly pay attention to the fact that the almost white noise of the waves and the wind seemed to immediately decrease. So I didn't fully stop. More, It more sounded muffled and distant. Okay, so she hears this like snapping of a branch, right? Like someone or something is behind her. And then all the sounds of the waves just like become muffled, which is very, very perceptive. Very interesting. So... The sound sounded incredibly muffled in distance, like when your head is underwater and someone's trying to talk to you from out of the water. And they can, you can still tell that they're talking to you. I totally get what you're saying. Okay, so then the pressure around me is increased, and this made me feel very cold. Oh, and no. somewhat obvious that the environment in the air around me was heavy, but hectic and laboring. Oh, these, these terms these that you're using, Rebecca. Like, I love whew. these adjectives. Yeah. I love them. So good. Okay. Then she says, it was like I was a half second or so out of sync with the beach, but I couldn't see it clearly. It was more like the sounds were distorted and the wind and the wave stuff from earlier mixed with my breath, and it seemed very clear, like when your ears are blocked, but you can still really hear your breathing intensely. Oh. Mm. oh yes. This is very, I, so I know descri- exactly what you're talking this about. Is, she's just so descriptive. It's amazing. Okay. What I saw before me, standing calmly on the edge of the sand and the beach grass, almost with an authoritative aura that seemed to let me know that they were there to warn me and what I needed to pay attention to, was a blue-tongued lizard. Okay. Okay. I was nervous. I was, I I mean, I was very, she's in Australia. There's lots of things that could be around. So I wasn't sure <laughs> right. what direction this was going to go. tall tarantula or a lizard. <laughs> I'll take the lizard because the tarantula is way too big. Uh, well, yeah, they can be. Oof. So she says, quick side note on these. I believe they're native to Australia, which is where I live. They are generally relatively plain, usually grayish in color with black or brown scales. On average, they're about 45 centimeters long. Or 17 inches. Okay. They're not huge. (laughs) Again, thank you. (laughs) They have, as I'm sure you've gathered from their name, blue tongues. Mm -hmm. Okay, now, this is for you because I I think she knows you're an animal... Animal okay, lover, I, I, animal. You can see I'm like dying to hear what's freak. happening Okay, next. I know. She, Brooke's got her <laughs> hands up against her face. She's very excited to hear about animals. <laughs> Ghanas, on the other hand, are generally found in Australia and Southeast Asia. At least in Australia, and in my experience, tend to be found mostly in bushlands. Okay. They're broadly related to iguanas, although we don't have those here. Goanas can reach up to three meters long, which is nine to ten feet. That's big. So she says, this lizard was definitely a blue tongue, but it was the length that was between their usual size and that of a, a goanna. So that's a big difference. Big, 17 big, inches big to blue, nine yeah. feet. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a blue tongue. I like the blue tongue. She goes on to say, this fucker was majestic. <laughs> oh. With, with periods between. 
This period fucker period was period majestic period. Sometimes you have to read it that way because you, then you know. You have to. Because yes. now we know. Now Amazing. we know what she, what she means. I, I'm all in. I am unsure whether it was male or female, but it exuded that bad bitch energy, which is captivating <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Rebecca is just killing me here. I know. She is amazing. Oh, it was majestic bad bitch energy. Bad bitch energy. Love it. Okay. It literally <laughs> felt like it stared deep into my soul oh, before flicking its blue tongue once. And hurriedly spinning around to scutter back into the long grass. Okay, well, at least he's leaving. There was no indications or underlying feelings that I should follow it, so I didn't. But when the last part of its tail made its way into the grass and disappeared out of sight, all of the sounds from earlier came back. (gasps) Which I think is really interesting. So, like, all the sounds when the iguana... I don't even know how to process this dream. It's this is amazing. Okay. Something about the noise was different now. It was shrill and loud and static and almost rumbling like it sounded like it belonged to some sort of organic source like the ocean, albeit extremely unwelcoming. Oh no. I frowned instantly knowing that things weren't right. And not that the sun wasn't noticeable before. But it seemed darker around me now, as though something huge was behind me, blocking whatever minuscule fractions of light had been making their way through the dreary clouds that had covered the entire sky and was casting uneasy shadows that I couldn't see any edge to. Rebecca, your writing is amazing. I mean, I'm just (sighs) captivated. (sighs) I don't know why I turned to look. I don't know why I turned around to look. It felt like my heart stopped. I immediately started crying with wide eyes, struggling to catch my now ragged short breaths through my nose as my jaw clenched and I could feel myself trembling in fear. But otherwise, I was completely frozen in place. Oh, okay. What the? What is it? So, okay. So, she was looking at the lizard, which is towards the grass, and now she's turned back towards the ocean. Okay, but there's something behind her. So behind her was the ocean. So she was turned, oh. her back was to the ocean when she was looking at the lizard. And yeah. now she's turned back around to the ocean, okay? Okay. Before me, where the small waves had been, was now one deep blue, incredibly petrifying wall of a tidal wave. Oh! The top which sat around the height of a four-story building and curled okay. onto itself like it wasn't quite finished and was still draining excess water onto itself before it was ready to release. Oh. Oh, okay. God. Okay. All right. Because that was, that was what was, that was what was blocking the sun. Oh, yeah, I think so. (laughs) Okay. Big old title. Four story tall. It's a four story tall title. Okay. And I think this is very interesting how she writes this next part because she's very descriptive as the whole dream has been, but hold on. This part is shot very much like a dramatic piece of film with a slow following of my face as I turn around, subtle zooming out of my face as I react to see what's in front of me. Then it's almost like the camera stays facing me, but is moved in an arc over my head for the camera ran now to be behind me. Though the image never appears upside down as it would 
if you imagine if you shot and you flipped a camera over someone, which gets into very technical <laughs> stuff, which I think is hilarious. I'm, because I'm just like dying because I'm picturing this camera work and how it's going around her and above her. Right. Yes. And I know you how much you love film. So I'm sure you're yeah, preaching, so appreciating I'm, this I'm like nothing else. So interested. <laughs> okay. The image pans out, though stays from the viewpoint of being directly behind me until the top of the enormous wave comes into view at the top of the frame. Oh, this sounds beautiful. This is where the perspective changes. The image does sort of a spooky hell of effect zoom, like in the first Lord of the Ring, right before Frodo tells his fellow hobbits to get off the road quick. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with her. Like from from the first word, I've been with her. Like how she writes her dreams is like how I write. Like I feel like I am just simpatico with her, and <laughs> yes, fellowship. That's the first one. Fellowship of the Ring is the first one. And that's a beautiful, beautiful image. I mean, if you've seen it. But you, even Mindy, who hasn't seen it, no, can feel it and understand it. Like yes. You can the way that Rebecca's get, yeah. writing is quite Yes, intense. that's powerful writing. Yes. <sighs> okay. So I am forced not violently or in any way that feels like there was a physical contact involved, like a push or a shove. It's more just suddenly and nauseatingly into a physical form of my younger self. Best way I can describe this is like when in movies, when someone's astral projecting and their soul is kind of snapped back into their body, except again, I wasn't able to see my soul floating around. So I totally knew. So now like she's like in this like child body. She was standing next to her child body and now she's like, but I know exactly what Rebecca's saying, like that totally... How you explained it, like, film-wise, like, snapping into your own body? Gotcha. I'm with you. Yes. Okay. Now, I am watching it firsthand and experiencing it through my eyes still as a kid. And the wave just started to tilt towards me. So, I take a deep breath that has never felt like I've had taken enough air. Okay. Before the water starts its undoing to topple over me. The dream always ends right before the water crashes into me. It always ends right before that. <clears throat> okay, so that's dream number one. She says dream number two is like an a-, a second act to it, and it- she feels like they're connected, so okay. I'm going to go ahead and read the second one. Yes, please. Dream two. So you get a twofer, bestie, a twofer dream today from Rebecca. A twofer. Okay. I-, I feel like I need to... I'm exhausted. Like, I know. Yes, I feel like exactly. I'm I don't know how to explain it the first one. I feel I know. I'm I like felt tense. like I just like slumped in my chair, like, oh my God. Okay. It Incredible. was just so descriptive. She took you every step, every yes. inch, I should say, every centimeter of every, the way. Please use yes. I was <laughs> every with meter her. And I centimeter. felt it. <laughs> I know. And that's that's the thing I think uh well, I'll get into it, but I really feel like those intense feelings is what she's been feeling since she's a little kid, having a recurring dream. And so I feel mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's the underlying thing. But let's get to dream number two. There is a dam, not a cute beaver dam, but a ginormous <laughs> man-made dam with one of those cement dam walls that the accumulated okay. water violently gushes over once the river or valley has become full. I do not know the size of this dam, but it's shaped in a large curve And from what I can see, this one seems to be in a first-person perspective through my own senses, which is different than her first dream. 
Yes. Although I have a feeling that this is not just a semicircle, but it's a giant circle. So I'm located in some huge body water, possibly the ocean, but I'm unsure, with the structure of the water barrier around me. So like she's in the Lots middle of this. Lots of water. Lots of water. So much water. Dreams, right? I am freezing and trembling at the cold, walking in a mm-hmm. clockwise direction around the edge of the cement barrier, but not on the structure itself. There is a suspended rope bridge. Wooden boards with gaps in between them on the base, rope sides and handrails, and these come up to about my waist. I have no idea what's holding this bridge up, but it never seems like it will break. Though it is as sturdy and nerve-inducing as you can imagine one of those bridges can be. For instance, Shrek and Donkey on their original journey to save Princess Fiona is very easy to wobble and throw off balance. I know you're very familiar with this very familiar <laughs> yes 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 i love Didn't your okay. oldest mary shrek <laughs> yes point? my oldest daughter who is now 19 we had to have a civil ceremony in our in our living room so she could marry her three foot tall stuffed shrek and um i think it's still legal i think um I think if she <laughs> ever all, meets marriage. anyone else, I mean, I think it's like to, common law by now. <laughs> it has to be. I mean, does she have it in her dorm with her? She it could be, common, be funny. She she did have a Fiona dress, like a emerald green Fiona dress, and so she had to dress up as Fiona, and then she had to carry this big Shrek with her every this three foot Shrek with her everywhere we went for a whole year of her <laughs> life between three and four. It was. A pain, I mean, but, it, was, it had to be bigger than her. It was bigger than and, her. And yet <laughs> she's dragging it everywhere. Well, Adorable. Okay, so totally know yeah. what you mean. So the bridge is not far above the cement, and the spray of the water hits me sometimes, but it never drenches me. I can see the water on my left all the way out to the horizon and feel very apprehensive. It seems mostly still, but I know it's horribly deep. There is water I can see through the gaps of the wood, maybe an inch or two gaps, but they're not large enough that I have to jump across or struggle to step from one board to the next. The water here is surging, which makes me nervous. Yeah. To the right of the concave or inner part of the curved circle is where the water is heading. If I look down, I cannot see a destination for the water. It is clear that the water is aggressively rushing downwards once it goes over the dam wall and is very intense, I can really only see a certain distance down, but all blurs together with a spray in the mist coming off the rapidly moving water. But I just know it never finds a place to stop, and this absolutely terrifies me. I I feel like she writes like I do, but dreams like you do. Like, <laughs> Agree, <laughs> yes. I mean, because... You're the better writer, I'm the better dreamer, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, that's, I mean, I can't remember my dreams very often, but my God, I mean, I just, I have a feeling she might even have pictures of this bridge. Like, oh my God, I'd love to see pictures, I would yeah. love to see if she can just do a little doodle. Like Rebecca, you if you've your- got like a little doodle of this, we'd love to see it. We're going to storyboard yeah. it. We're going to take it to James Cameron. Let's see what he says. Hashtag. No. Yes. Ah, Hashtag. Okay. What? Does James Cameron dream? Woo! Okay, all right. That's Kate Capshaw's husband, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, he's got the whole three-hour Avatar 2 coming out. Let's uh, 
Let's figure out. I mean, I mean, he must have really long, intense dreams. It kind of almost seems like the like what Rebecca's writing here. Um, so she, she then she just throws in a recap. Recap: endless water outstretched on the left, gushing water beneath, endless horrifying drops of water to an unknown pit of dread to my right. Secure but unsteady rope bridge. Oh my god! We're wrapping up here. I do not know where the bridge ends, but I cannot ever stop walking. That's got to be a terrible feeling, too. Like, no end to your destination. Or, like, actually, like, you're trying so hard to get to your destination, and it's just like, okay, now there's another plank to the bridge, and now there's another one, and it's like another one. She goes, I do not know where the stream ends. I suppose it just fades out, but I'm not entirely sure. Back to reality. Oop, there (sighs) goes gravity. Appreciate the M&M reference there, yes. Oh, she actually said that? I thought <laughs> yes, you were did. just making a joke. No, oh she my God, put it in there. It's she so cute. funny. Oh, my God. She's she hilarious. She's hilarious. A, new, a few <laughs> things. Sorry. Like, I'm just thinking about it again. <laughs> but back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. Like, yeah, you got me. You got us. <laughs> you got us. Um, a few things life-wise that are probably of note that may have relevance. Uh, may have relevance. Did I say that Is word that right? Relevance. I don't think that's a Revelance. word. Relevance. Because you say it might be relevant. Like, this might be relevant to the story, but I don't think relevant. So this is Deja Jamas, Brooke. <laughs> relevance is a word. Relevance is a word. Okay. Deja Jamas. That's what it is. When you stop and you can't remember if something that's true is not true because you think it's not. Okay. No, it's right. It is. Revelance is a word. Okay. Sorry. Despite the fact that my father was a lifeguard when he was younger, neither myself or any of my siblings know how to swim or are strong swimmers in any sense. Two, drowning is one of my biggest fears. I don't blame you one one fucking second because anything with lack of air is like one of my biggest fears. Awful. Drowning, being buried alive. Oh, I just, okay. Makes me nervous. Rebecca wraps up. Looking forward to an analysis on this dream and I wish you both the best. Sweet dreams, you lovely bitches. Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> I love the ending. <laughs> ending's so cute thank you thank you thank you i just she that was amazing that was a ride that was that was like a total ride that was like like a whole movie in itself i feel like i saw everything as clearly as she did when she dreamt it i honestly i wish i hope i gave it enough like i wish rebecca could read it because i feel like i didn't give it even enough like like Huzzah as it needed. She did amazing in writing it. She did like, I a just, great job. I can picture everything. Yeah. And I, I agree. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all your kind words about us and our show. That is so kind. But seriously, yeah. this dream, what the fuck? Wow. What the fuck? It was a, the fact that, that was a doozy. She's been having this since she's been five or six. Yeah. What? That's the part cost? that's like, ooh. That's heartbreaking because something happened before the age of five. For her to have these kind of terrifying dreams where something is going to happen. Like, what happened yeah. between one and four that is making well, her Well, here, here's the thing. Dreams? So here's something that I find interesting. 
So if you remember back to 2004, that's when the tsunami hit, was it Indonesia? Yeah. Well, Indonesia and many other countries, yes. The the Christmas tsunami, yes. Killed like 250,000 Yes, people. yes. And so that was 18 years ago. But if you think back to that time, that's the time when Rebecca was about five years old. And so she did she see on something news? on the news? Oh, my God. Or something that was like constantly on the news at the time and that's like how fear at that age manifests itself is into this huge tidal wave (gasps) my god that has to be i mean that good correlation there mindy i mean so i think i mean if you're talking about the the formulative age of dreaming which we say is like anywhere between five and seven or six and eight that's exactly when the tsunami hit Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when so so rather at five years old, I doubt she was sitting and watching the news, but it was something in the background, probably in the that, newspaper or online, or your parents shit. are talking about it. And that was kind of a big deal. Yeah, very big deal. How many people died in that? Two hundred and fifty thousand, wow. I think it is. And that's just who died. Not wow. injuries, not property yeah. damage, not whose lives were destroyed. Yeah. This thing was a beast. And it will forever be like ingrained in yeah. my brain as it is with Rebecca. Like, and we're very different ages, but still, I, I know I can remember everything about that. And obviously it affected her too. Now, now let's talk about, now there's only a few of these uh, symbols I want to talk about. Obviously we talked about tidal wave. Tidal waves are complete destruction, right? But it's also reconstruction. So what in your life is changing? Like, this tree was here, this house was here, and now all of a sudden it's three miles to the east right. because of it just got picked up of his foundation moved. I feel like the symbol of tidal wave or that big tsunami wave is uh, definitely a, a focus on reconstruction or being able to rearrange things in your life. Mm-hmm. Now, keeping in mind that she's still five or six when this is happening, since this is a recurring dream, every time she has this dream, is she reconstructing her life or reconstructing parts of her life like okay it's coming in when stressed like i'm moving i'm going to high school i'm moving out to college i'm in this new relationship so is it that every time she's having this dream happen it's a part of her life that feels like a little bit of change disturbance or destruction change absolutely and also we would be remiss if we didn't mention the cause of a tsunami thing about earthquakes too which is the cause of Mm -hmm. a tsunami which is another huge event as you would say in maybe a person's life so you know the cause of the tsunami i think is also related to maybe what she's going even though she doesn't realize at five that an earthquake causes a tsunami yeah these are like natural disasters that are like affecting her subconsciously a big a change a destruction in life yep okay so let's talk about this blue tongue lizard i love him which okay first of all it sounds like a a crazy creature from the ancient times which i it sounded to me loved it as australia i'm not sure it sounded to me like a komodo dragon like i know it's she said Mm. like for size wise like huge Yes. Huge. From 17 inches, which is what she said, or I can't remember the metric <laughs> system. 17 inches to like what yeah. she said. 45 centimeters. Is to- the average size of the blue tongue. But Komodos get 
fucking huge. So it's like somewhere yes, yes. in the middle, like of Archaic. this image of this huh. huge foreboding lizard. A, I mean, it's not really a dragon. But let's look at that kind of like the animal species in general, yeah. right? Because things like what are are they amphibians? What no? What are they, what are they? What kind of like animal species does that fall into, Brooke? Actually, it's a reptile. Oh right. Okay. Okay. Reptile. Reptile. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, but like that's such an ancient. You think about like reptiles; they're so ancient, and they right? have such an they're, evil. Like even <sighs> they have such an important place in the ecosystem. But like throughout time, reptiles have such an evil. They have such an evil like connotation to them. Okay, I'm gonna take it another way. Okay. I'm gonna say they're adaptive. Oh, okay. I like it. Right, because they're some of the like the oldest creatures on the planet. Right, reptiles, alligators, lizards, all these things are adapted. They adapt to their climate and the the area that they're in. So although that all this destruction and reconstruction that this tidal wave is causing, to see this blue reptile. Okay, let me get into blue a little bit. Blue to me in this dream is like a calming, self reflective because. She even called this lizard, this lizard thingy, this whatever, a badass bitch. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Which at five years old, I think it'd be hilarious that, if your five-year-old I, said, I would, that lizard's a badass bitch. I know I would <laughs> crack up laughing if a child said that to me, and I'd probably get in trouble from the parents because I always laugh or do things with kids that are inappropriate, and the you parents too. are like, You've done that to my kids, I yes. I remember the Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> Easter incident. I don't I mean, let's talk about that real quick. (laughs) That's one of my favorite. I mean, have you ever heard this sentence? Do you remember the Jeffrey Dahmer Easter incident? (laughs) So that's the year that Katy Perry came out with the song Dark Horse. And in the song, she mentions eat your heart out like Jeffrey Dahmer. (laughs) And (laughs) now you have to explain the rest of the story because I know my kids are like, what is Jeffrey Dahmer? I I mean, I knew who Katy Perry was, but I wasn't like listening to her. So I wasn't aware of the lyrics of this song. Okay. And my kids are probably like what? Like between the ages of like eight and 12. I don't even know if it was. Yeah. They were young. young, They were little. So her youngest, well, Mindy invites me over for Easter. So we're having a nice little Easter dinner. And her youngest turns to me (laughs) and says, do you know who Jeffrey Dahmer is? But- out of nowhere, right? Because I have no idea this isn't a song. And of course, I know who Jeffrey Dahmer right. is. So when she says that... <laughs> you I, like the six-year-old's asking me who's Jeffrey I, Dahmer. I think I had to stand up and leave the table for a couple minutes, I think. I think you did. Because I, I was did. like so shocked. <laughs> I think that I had to explain to you a, that right. it was from a Katy Perry song. Yeah, because song. I was like... I was laughing like so hysterically when I knew... Because she, she said it was such a... <laughs> I don't want to say confidence. Like, like she was li- genuine in her question. Do you know who Jeffrey? Like such a serious face, and I'm like, oh my yeah. God, why yeah. do you? <laughs> but yeah, that was an interesting Easter yes. dinner. I had to leave the table for a few minutes and <laughs> you know get myself together. As yeah, I collect yourself, to, collect I had to yourself, collect myself, yeah. and that was funny. That was funny. What an Easter. What a good Easter story. So how do we get to that? I don't know. How do we get to that? Though? I don't know. Shit. 
Oh, blue being calm, reflective, general. Um, fuck, I have no idea how I got that. <laughs> but going back to the color blue, yes. I think it's like a very self-reflective color. I think it's um, it's a calming color. I think it in water in general is it, blue, right? right? You think of water as being blue. Um, so I think it's it's her trying to be reflective and. This badass – oh, we're talking about badass bitches. Yeah. I think it's her seeing this, like, badass bitch in this – Lizard. Lizard animal that I think, like, almost even at five years old and going up to the, the age she is now is reflecting on, like, that's the person I want to be. There's chaos. There can be chaos going all around you. Right. There's things changing. And whether that's happening in your young child life, you know, with family dynamics – and then going on to high school and college and how things are constantly rearranging. I mean, that's the fucking hardest time of life, I think, to find yourself, right? right. I I agree. <laughs> and I feel like there's this huge dichotomy, like, between what she has seen with the blue and the blue tongue lizard as the badass bitch, but the blue in the water and the water is, like, the most dangerous thing that she's dealing with. Evil. There's such... Yeah. Like I said, a dichotomy. That's the that's all I can think of. It's like it's so interesting. I think she wants to be that lizard. I think she sees herself as the lizard. I hope she does because the lizard didn't And it's adaptive. Again. Yeah. Going back to reptiles, they're like adaptive creatures. Mm-hmm. A tsunami happens, that reptile's gonna be fine. It's gonna find a way to survive because that's in their instinct. Yeah. And I think, Rebecca, you're gonna find a way to survive through everything in life and you have so far. Yeah. And I think that's gonna continue to be that way for She's you. Got a lot of strength. And Wow. 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 Wee wow. Wow. Wow, Rebecca. Wow. 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 Uh, first of all, your writing's incredible. Yes. I thank you so much for the kind words and Oh, the <laughs> kindest words. Seriously, thank you so much, Rebecca. That was so sweet. Thank you. You want to support us? Go be part of our sleepover squad. There's so many ways to support the show, but yeah, go to revelations.com slash support. Be cool. Just be cool. Extra footage, video footage that might be coming out for our sleepover squad. So you always want to check it out. Come on. You know you love it. You know. We love you. You love us. It's a love fest. Yes. (laughs) So moving on to pod news, Brooke, (laughs) I know I've been texting you all week because I had like a freak out moment this week because – I don't know what happened in the universe, <laughs> but all of a sudden, we got a shit ton of downloads. Why? I'm not complaining. I'm normally a person of, like, facts and science. So I'm like, okay, there must be a glitch. There must be a glitch somewhere. I don't know why. Like, what happened? I did get a text that had, like, maybe five U's in the word fuck. Like, <laughs> like fuck. what the fuck? <laughs> I like said, in what the, the best, yes. in the best way possible, of course. <laughs> but way. like, there were a lot of use, <laughs> rightfully so, so. We've yeah. had a crazy amount of downloads in the last week, and we don't know why. It seems like we were featured somewhere, but anyways, we're extremely, extremely grateful. Oh my god, keep it up! We want to take a minute to Yay! say thank you to all of our new besties joining us. We had, okay, let me just put this in perspective for you here. I know, but just, it's just amazing. I just want to say thank you too. I know you're going to like tell the numbers, so it's like (laughs) mind blowing, but like, this is unbelievable. And thank you to everyone. Thank you so much. Don't know. Don't know how this happened, but whoever shared us, featured us, mentioned us, 
told your bestie thank you because we had do it again like (laughs) do it again we had like more downloads this week than we've had like in the last few months so something's happening i'm not sure what it is we had like over 1400 downloads in the last couple days which is a lot considering we maybe usually would get like 30 40 a day so yeah what it's crazy Yay! yay you guys besties you guys it's all happening and you're gonna be here so to put this in perspective bestie our last episode had almost 800 downloads rightfully so what? i think why what what <laughs> don't what? question it mindy it was great, it was great. I mean, great. you wrong. gotta listen <laughs> you gotta listen <laughs> yes but i just want to give a shout out to some of like the new people tuning in we had a shit ton of people tuning in from florida texas california ohio north carolina georgia pennsylvania indiana all amazing thank you thank you thank mm-hmm. you internationally my god i we've been everywhere man <laughs> Isn't there a song like We've been, we've been everywhere, everywhere man. Yeah. We've been everywhere. We <laughs> we've had downloads from countries such as Mexico. Mexico. Thank you. Yes. China, Honduras, Dominican Republic, Nigeria, Canada, Jamaica. Oh, my Jamaica friends. Yes. Yeah. I was gonna say Mindy's gonna I'll be like Yaman. Um, <laughs> El Salvador, France. Thank you, thank All you, thank you. Over Incredible. The fucking planet. It's amazing. It's been a great week. And yeah, wow. All we need is Antarctica, I <laughs> think, you. at this point, right? I think we just need one listener. I think that's the only country, the only continent we're not mm-hmm. in. Let's get going, Antarctica. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, is there a state we're not in? Someone get into that, that um, someone get to that um, sub-zero yeah, base station and tune do. in. We'd appreciate that. You'll love it. There's only one state, one state in the United States we have not been listened into. One state? Oh, God. Do you want to take a guess which one it is? This, oh, God. Just take a wild guess. Fuck me. This could be anywhere. Um, Yeah, there's 50. We have a one in 50 chance. Well, I mean, if you you check out, like, uh, uh, Iowa, Illinois, like, you're down to 40. <laughs> um... I say Oregon or Hawaii. Uh, Vermont. Ver- okay, so I went in the other direction. I went west. It was yeah, east. Yeah, you went west coast, east coast. Hey, if you okay. have any friends in Vermont, tell them about the show. Yeah, get tell them going. Them they should tune in to and submit their dreams. You know, say hi. Ask us a question. We answer anything. Yeah, just. We're open books. You know, Vermont. Come on, Vermont. I don't know what the state, what's the state slogan of Vermont, Brooke, if you had to think uh, of one. I don't know, but I think the capital is Mount Pillar, right? It is. Why don't you Mount Pillar your way into this podcast? <laughs> Mount your way. Vermontians. <laughs> yeah, what do you call a Vermont person? A Vermonti? A Vermontian? I don't know. Vermont. That would Vermontians. be, a, I would like to, I mean, this is how much of a nerd I, am. I would actually Verm- like enjoy probably researching what all the 50 states call the people that live there you know like we're like i'm an iowan we've mentioned this in a po- past episode my yeah. mom and i were on a trip and we had tried to figure out all 50 states and we i think vermont was one we got stuck on so vermonters <laughs> vermontinians vermont tees vermontites vermontites vermontees what do you think of the show just 
Whoever share the, you are. Share with your favorite Vermonter. <laughs> your favorite rando Vermonter. <laughs> hey, it's Christmas week, so here we are. How are oh, you holding hello. up? Jingle bells, jingle bells. I don't. You ready? You ready? I'm. I'm ready. I'm officially ready because last night I finished all my wrapping. Nice. One thousand percent. Usually I'm done way before this, so this is late for me. But I know you always have to come down to the wire. You have kids. I don't. Oh yeah. Have things been going crazy? Oh 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 gosh. Why am I drinking today? Um. (laughs) Well, considering there is a snowstorm <laughs> heading for the Midwest, and of course, they originally said it was going to be like 18 inches. No, no, not a snowstorm. A blizzard. A blizzard. <laughs> There's difference. Yes. Originally, they said like 18 inches of snow, and I think now we're more towards like the three inches of snow, which is fine. But like everyone and their parent was out today to get all the Christmas food and the fish supplies, and the presents. Like, and oh my are- God, the lines were ridiculous. But I'm not leaving my house for the next five days, so I'm ready. People are doing their Christmas shopping and their blizzard shopping. Blizzard shopping. I, I know. I can't take it. Like, I went to Target just for a pickup yeah. order yesterday. So I'm just, I pull up in the drive up and, you know, they bring it out to me. But that took five minutes. I could not get out of the goddamn Target parking lot for 40 oh. minutes. <laughs> I couldn't shit. back out of the spot. And then once I did, I couldn't turn into like another. Well, op- that parking was- lot is is, hmm. uh, and they've even redone it. Mess there, but, anyways. Oh, it's- I know, right? In all these years, you think they'd have a better traffic flow? Yeah. No, nope. can't they figure it out? <laughs> I stood in line for forty five minutes today, waiting to check out groceries. <sighs> for gro- but still, like, there's like two types of people in this line. There's the people that are like you know, this is so funny. You know, it's cool. Merry Christmas. And there's the people that are like, I can't believe the fucking line is this long. I'm like, what, can what do you do? expect? Just what, be pleasant. What's be complaining pleasant. Nice about person. it going to do? What's complaining nothing. about it going to do? And the checker was fast. and He was com- courteous. And he was like yeah. such a nice guy. And it's like, he's working his ass off. Shout out to Don't him. <laughs> Shout out to the Myers worker. I forget his name. It might have been Gary. I don't. I don't know, but <laughs> Rando <laughs> Myers worker, you were kicking ass today. I almost felt like you know two thumbs up. I mean, I did ask. I'm like, how's your day going? Oh, You're, you know what? Give him a Merry Christmas. Simple things like that, I think, make all the difference in a customer service industry. Because I did something like that at Walmart. Not, I mean, maybe a few months ago. And he's like, "You're the first person that smiled at me all day," and I'm like, "That is." <laughs> the saddest thing he's like people are so grumpy and i'm like well thank you for what you do and i think you're doing a great job but it was like i was one of the last people it costs nothing to be kind and say something nice to someone nothing it It costs nothing nothing Nothing. do it do it just do it well peer pressure do it but besides so that's why i'm drinking i just stood in lines all day but you know what i expected it i had i had my headphones on i was listening to christmas music all was good Oh, good. good. You're impressive. You've but got headphones on and everything. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. That. I like to, I tend to like my own Christmas music happy place. All's good. Just my own happy place. <laughs> but I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm just going to finish up wrapping, <laughs> but there's just a few little things like stocking stuffers. But all, well, as long as everything's good. there, wrapping yeah. is manageable. I'm here. I'm wrapping not leaving is, my like, house for five days now. 
And I'm happy I don't about blame that. Blame you. I wish I could. <laughs> I don't. I'm not excited about tomorrow and Friday commute to work. Do you have I to work? am oh, not yeah. ready for that. Mm-mm. I know. Sucks. Even if it's a short. I mean, my commute now since I moved is only like ten minutes, which I know is so fucking short. But <laughs> in a blizzard, not good. Not so much. With hills, not so much. In a small little car like mine, not so much. <laughs> not so good. Now, I, I, I have maybe a little quiz for you. Oh, okay. A holiday quiz. I'm ready. Okay. Well, it's it's going to be about the 12 days of Christmas. Okay. Do you know? Yes. What happened on all 12 days? I think so. I'm pretty good at Christmas 12- music. Okay. All, all right. I'm excited because <laughs> I didn't know some. I mean, okay. I I got some mixed up. And okay, let's start with. Should we start with one or twelve? Um, let's start with one because it's probably let's, easier going up. Let's do two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's number one? What's number one? A partridge in a pear tree. You got it. Number two. Turtle doves. Wow, you're good. Three. I'm gonna have to like sing this in my head. Hold on. I know. French hens. That's why I was wondering if it'd be easier. Yeah. Oh my god, you're good. Four. Calling birds. You are really good. Five. Golden rings. Golden rings. <laughs> Six. I know it might be easier going the other way. <laughs> I know, because I think you go backwards when you sing yeah. it, right? Like, right. No, I, I did the harder way. Um, do you, oh, you want to start at 12? Because you got five done, and we can just edit it then. Oh, okay. Do you want to? It's up to you. Lords a-leaping, 11 ladies dancing, 10 maids a-milking, 9 pipers piping, 8 maids. Wait, <laughs> I already did maids a-milking. <laughs> Seven you, swans you a swimming, six geese right. a laying, five golden rings, five four calling birds, three French heads, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Partridge Wait, so I got tree. something wrong up there. You did it. Twelve? You Twelve did. drummers drumming. You did. Okay, you got that one right. Eleven pipers piping? Yes. See, you got them just mixed up a little bit. Yep, yeah, that's, that's my dyslexia. Ten. Yeah. Laura, Ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Laura's leaving. Yep. Nine. Nine ladies dancing. Eight maids of milking. <laughs> yep. Now we're Seven good. swans of swimming. Seven swans of swimming. Six geese Six a-laying. Geese a-laying. Five golden rings. Four calling Four birds. Calling three birds. French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. That's it. Good job. I don't... I might have gotten the names, but I don't know if I would have gotten, like, them in order it was easier going backwards than it was forwards <laughs> i thought it might be because that's how you kind of sing it right truth but i mean i when i was when i was writing this i was like six seven eight and ten are all uh something like oh uh, all laying swans all swimming uh, maids swimming. all milking lords milking. all leaping uh, oh like, good point well, i never yes. realized that before i was like there's a lot of uh actions do you in ever here. see that thing that will tell you how much it costs to do the 12 days of christmas oh my god no how much okay so here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna look it up because every year our local news station tells us how much it would cost to gift someone 
the 12 days of Christmas. All so hold 12. on. Let me pull it up. Yep. Wow. I'm just looking at number 12 alone. 12 drummers drumming? That's got to be expensive. I don't know how many. How do you get lords these days? Yeah. Okay. How do you get a lord a leaping? I mean, we can get ladies dancing any any day of the week. Well, according to NPR.org, here we go. Okay. Okay. So the 12 <laughs> days of Christmas would estimated cost you about $45,523.27 this holiday <gasps> season, which is an increase wow. from 10% last year due to inflation. Wow. 10%? That is a lot. Yeah. That it's increased. Well, the according to NPR, the golden rings make up more than a third, thirty nine percent of the cost. Because that's five, five gold of rings. Them, I mean, that's you know, gold prices five. are up. I guess. I guess. I mean, to get these gifts is an annual salary and then <laughs> some, like forty five thousand dollars. <laughs> I mean, any guy that would do that for a girl. Like, you get me 45000 it it'd be romantic, but then I'd be like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with these French hens and a partridge? Like, no. I, I don't even know what do you I do with a partridge. <laughs> oh, and what's a what's a calling bird? This, and the geese? Here, you want, here we go. Break it down. Yes. Okay, so a partridge and a pear tree would cost you about 280 bucks. Not bad. Jesus. Oh, I thought it was expensive. I mean, a pear tree. I mean, it depends on the size of the tree. How come there's so many birds in this? Old time people like birds. Partridge, turtle doves, French hens, calling birds, geese. That's that's true. That's a lot of birds. That's half of them are birds. (laughs) (laughs) And half of them are performers. All right. Okay, two turtle doves will cost you $600. Jeez. Three French heads. Three French hens um, softly baked in the oven at three fifty will cost you $318. Um, what is this? This Calling birds. Four calling birds, about $600. Um, gold rings, very expensive, $1,245. Yes. Six geese, $720. Okay, s- swans. Oh, that's swan. a swan. Almost a swan. Oh, that, wait, there's a, I forgot the swans. Partridge, more, turtles, more birds, hens, calling birds, <laughs> geese, swan. Yeah, half so we of them are is at half. Poultry. Half of them. Half of, it is half of them are birds. Okay, <laughs> swans are swimming. Seven of them. Oh, that's yeah. got to be a grand. You're talking thirteen grand, darling. Thirteen thousand dollars for seven swans. That's more than the golden rings. I guess so. Um. Jeez. Well, and then. And- Maids milking only costs 58 bucks, so they're not even getting ma- minimum wage according to this website. I think that's, that's rude. sad because they're working hard, they're probably working they, the hardest. Their hands of anyone, are chapped. and their hands are chapped. It's and cold they're not in Minnesota. Anything? Ugh, that's a lot of milking. No, okay, nine ladies <laughs> dancing, 8,300. Ten lords a leaping, 13,000. That's the one where I want to know where they got their. Their numbers. Where do they get from? the from? What do they? What is a lord in their definition? How do Good they question. I'm going to post this link for NPR and um, this other website I found online for you guys. It'll be in the show notes. Eleven pipers piping three thousand. Yeah. Okay. And twelve drummers about thirty two hundred. So. 
My God. So the swans, the swans are the most expensive. I mean, it's yeah, I guess so. Swans, they're they're hard swans to come by. I mean, and the ladies it's a tie between the the swans, the swans and, the and the ladies. Swans and the lords. Wow. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah. That's expensive to want swans. I don't know how they figure out how much a lord costs, but man. Stop looking at me, swan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bessie. It's been a very fun holiday treat with you guys. Yay! Thank you to Happy all of holidays. our new Bessies for tuning in this week. We appreciate each and every one of you. Hey, while you're sitting here, hey. do us a favor mm-hmm. and tell your Bessie about the show. You can tell... Yes. <laughs> A lord, Aletha. <laughs> you can lord tell Aletha. a maid of milking, or you can tell your favorite swan of swimming about the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're, Brooke, you're you're killing you're me. Cracking up. I love it. You're my favorite. I love you so much. That was the, that was the best. <laughs> But please, yes, I mean, if you please. can tell 12 lords, I mean, I think we would totally spike even more next week than we did this week. So boom, right up, right up to stratosphere. Do what you can. Do what you can. Yep. I mean, the lords got a little bit more pull than the maids do, but, you know, do what you can. We I mean, it. I think the lords sure. have $13,000 more pull than the maids have. <laughs> You're right. They, maids get screwed, but it's not. It's, the maids damn got the patriarchy. Really screwed. Yeah, they did. Damn it. As usual. So, <laughs> Bessie, just tell one person. That's how we grow. That's how we continue doing the show each and every week. And that's how we keep coming back to you and sharing all this fun. Thank you. Thank you so much to David for your dream. And Rebecca, oh, my God. Thank you so much. Okay, Bessie. Happy holidays and sweet, sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. Why is mine saying, are you still around? Like, I've left. Uh, oh, did you not just, touch your, like, mouse in a while? Oh, I'm, I probably haven't touched it. <laughs> touch it. Touch it real good. Touch it real good. 